It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome to Mind Your Business. Thank you know you. me, right? I'm I, Jamila. I knew you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so Derek Smith, we yeah. knew each other in college. We did. And now you're out working in Bermuda and you have started this or want to start found SNA Total Clean. Yes. Yes. So we're going to talk about that today. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you and yourself. Um I am, as you said, we went to college in Atlanta together. I studied social work there, came back, worked for a couple of organizations. Currently, my full-time job is at Bermuda Housing Corporation Mm -hmm. as a transitional housing caseworker. I have four wonderful kids. The oldest is 22, the youngest is seven. Um, So, yes, very, very busy. (laughs) Yes, you are. (laughs) Um, Two girls, two boys, wonderful kids. Um, And I think over the last couple of years, um, actually, last year I was talking to a friend, and I remember she says, you got to turn a hobby or something you like into a money-making business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, One of the things I actually have enjoyed over the years is um, cleaning, especially cleaning vehicles. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was like, you know what? Let me see what I can do with this. Yeah. Let's see so many things or what the possibilities are. Um, and so, you know, for a few months, I kind of looked at, hmm, what's going on? Um, what type of vehicles I would want to clean and stuff like that. There. Mm-hmm. So I think I heard my business towards what I would call corporate mm-hmm. fleet vehicles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the vehicles I think probably get under clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you have a look around the island, you would see delivery vehicles mm-hmm. and all sorts of vehicles. And you're like, oh, man. Um, so, and even, you know, basically working with, um, working in where I work, mm-hmm. one of, I actually was looking at one of my colleagues' vehicles and I was like, hmm, how often do you get it clean? Right, they you don't know? know. They don't know. Um, <laughs> and so it also took me to that kind of understanding that, with a business, um, you know, when you look at how often do you get your office clean? Right. Every right. day. Every Somebody day. comes. Exactly. Every day. Now, you don't need a vehicle cleaned every day. No. But your vehicle also represents your brand. Mm-hmm. It represents um, who that company is. And so when people are out there seeing it, mm-hmm. what are they seeing? Right. Um, not only that, but just like you would have your office cleaned every day. Your vehicle is a mobile office for your staff. That's true. You know, and the same way you take care of the staff that do the books mm-hmm. and are behind that counter, how do you take care of the, sta- the staff members who are out there in the field every day, mm-hmm. day in, day out, promoting, making that business money? Mm-hmm. So, I love that. You know. I don't think people th- thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there's an opportunity there because you're – you're creating this niche, right? You're mm-hmm. focusing on these corporate fleet vehicles. And so this is a company that may have multiple vehicles. Right. Um, and then create an opportunity for you to put them on a schedule, service them on a recurring basis. Yeah. So what has it been like since you're turning your passion or your hobby into <laughs> <laughs> to a business? What have been some of the things that have worked for you going through this process? Um, actually, it's been quite interesting because what I did was, um, you know, first 
looking at the difference between a car yes and a um and a vegan yeah for instance um, there are some distinct differences that I've noticed. Number mm -hmm. one, your car has a level of protection that's most of the time mm -hmm. much greater than what a van does. What you mean? Um, cars have got what they have is a clear coat. Yeah. Um, so a clear coat in a car is much thicker, much durable mm. um, because of the level of protection, I guess, or because of the amount of money you pay for that vehicle. Gotcha. Right? With a van, especially what I noticed here in Bermuda was especially the white van. Yeah. You know, if you go out and you look at one of the white vans, it always looks kind of dull. Yes. You know, um, and I've kind of noticed that the clear coats on that vehicle aren't as durable or as um, thick mm -hmm. as you would find on a regular um, non-commercial vehicle. Gotcha. Um, so with that in mind, using products and... Um, to ensure that that durability lasts. Mm -hmm. um, because what a clear coat does in many cases is it helps to prevent some of the contaminants. Um, one thing I learned in Bermuda, you have brake dust, yep. salt, yep. and sun. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you're not um, taking those things out of your clear coat or out of the, out of the surface of your vehicle, yeah. um, that's when you begin to see those little rust, I call them rust pimples, <laughs> right? You see those little rust bites start to come in. Mm -hmm. um, many companies or many people, they ignore that at first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But remember, um, as time goes on and you're not servicing that vehicle or those things are not being addressed, it leads to greater problems. Yes. You know, um, the rust starts to embed into the paint and then into, into the, the matter, yep. right? Um, and so it makes it a little more difficult when it gets to that level. But on the surface, it's easy. Okay. You know, we can use a decontamination process, whether it's liquid, whether it's what we call a clay bar that mm -hmm. gets those little particles and stuff out. Um, then we can compound wax it, wax it, and then put a sealant on it. Mm -hmm. And then that what that actually does is that helps to helps the contaminants not to stick to the surface of your vehicle. Um, so you're not only getting a clean vehicle, but you're getting a vehicle that becomes a little more durable. Mm. So. Look at you talking about this like science. I'm like, <laughs> what you mean? You just don't just wash the car and just rinse it off? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's actually interesting because um, I was very fortunate that I had friends who had company vehicles. Okay. And so, you know, testing the product, testing what can be done, how mm -hmm. long it lasts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, that took me around about six months to a year. Okay. Um, and so it's been really, really interesting um, being able to service vehicles in that nature. Yeah. Um, and seeing, hey, no, you don't have to get it done every week. Right. Um, but if you do the, all of the things that you just mentioned, it will give you the ability to go longer without having to get it? Yes. Um, I remember one customer that I did, um, when we were doing the pitch. Yes. You know, I, I called up my friend, her dad into business. And uh -huh. I was like, can you actually do it? Can I do his van? Yeah. And she was like, hold on. So he was like, yeah, yeah. And so after I finished the van, he was like, oh, my gosh. You know, can you do the other one? Right, right. right? Um, and so it was like, <laughs> and he had literally said, like, we were just been talking about um, a budget for painting the mm -hmm. vans this year, mm -hmm. but it looks like we don't have to do that. Um, and if you look at the cost of repainting a van versus, um, versus maintaining it, yeah, um, 
it could be kind of pricey. Yeah. You know, um, you're looking at anywhere from 2500 mm -hmm. to up to $4,000 just for the spray julep. Right. Um, not only are you looking at that, but then you got to replace your logos. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know? um, and then you have to think of how long it's going to take. So mm -hmm. you're losing productivity from that vehicle. Mm -hmm. um, not only are you losing productivity, um, but for... Um, SNA, what we try to do is we look at servicing that vehicle in the downtime of the vehicle mm -hmm. so that you are not losing productivity. You're not losing a couple of hours a day when that vehicle should be out making you money. Right, <laughs> right, know? right. Um, so we, we initially looked at that vehicle looking good. Right. Um, but then when we start delving a little deeper, we start looking at not only do we want you to look good, we want you to save money because saving money is what business is all about. Oh, isn't yes, it? the bottom line. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, and if you save money, you can also probably use that money to build your business mm -hmm. or it will be cost effective to your pricing so right. that customers may not have to pay that much. Um, and then another thing that we also looked at um, for Bermuda Housing Corporation, I work in St. David's. Yeah. So every day I'm getting across the airport and I'm looking over to where all our discarded vehicles yes. go. Um, so from a, another perspective, keeping your vehicle on the road as long as it possibly can mm -hmm. helps it not to make it to the landfill. Okay. Right? So it, was so, a, so it sounds like you said SNA t clean, but it sounds like it's a little bit more involved than that. Um, so what what exactly do you do to okay. to the vehicle? Um, initially, when we first get your vehicle, we give it a good washing, mm -hmm. um, and then we go through what we call a decontamination process, mm -hmm. which basically is taking all the contaminants off the surface of right. the vehicle, and that is done. We can actually use it a liquid process or what we call a clay bar, mm -hmm. um, which is more. It feels like plasticine. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you're just rubbing the surface of, of the vehicle. Okay. And that brings out all the contaminants. So by the time you finish that initial process, um, your vehicle feels smooth. Mm. You know, there's no traction. Right. Um, and it's ready for the next process. Okay. Um, depending on how bad your or how long it's been, mm -hmm. if oxidization where the paint is set in, where your paint is looking kind of flat mm -hmm. and unglossy, mm -hmm. we just then go through what we call the compound process, which kind of cleans it a little deeper mm -hmm. and brings back that shine the to lust it. Yeah, yeah. That luster, uh -huh. as you say it, right? Um, and then, of course, the next phase is that you give it a wax, which mm -hmm. is a protective, um, another layer of protection. Mm -hmm. And then the final phase that we do to the vehicle is we put a sealant on it, which helps um, protect it against the oxidization, helps against some of those UVs, mm -hmm. but it has a nice slick, um, a nice slickness to yeah. it. Um, which at that point, you know, when the contaminants are getting there, if it rains or something, that begin to wash right yeah, away instead of embedding into the paint. Right. Um, so it's all about protecting the vehicle over the long run. Mm -hmm. um, so we do that on the exterior in your door jams, mm -hmm. um, and then we also do what is called an interior cleaning as well. Mm -hmm. So we okay. clean the inside, make sure that it's looking nice and fresh. I'm sure people are listening. Like, um, I know you said corporate vehicles, but can I sign up to get my own personal car wash? Because you know how we feel about our personal cars. Oh uh, yeah, it's actually interesting because you know i do the family vehicle yeah. most of the time and it's um and i've practiced on some some 
private cars. Yeah, I like doing it. Um, but as I say, the business is geared towards that corporate. Yeah, I don't mind doing it. Um, I know <laughs> I have one one um, car to do my be- my best friend growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, on the police force and stuff. His mom was like, "Oh, can you do my car?" And I was like, "Yeah." So, Miss Thomas, I am getting to you. <laughs> um, Mama Thomas, I'm getting to you. Um, and I like taking, I like during that initial cleaning, like yeah. just taking your time and making sure that everything's done the way that it should be done so that, you know, your vehicle looks the way that you want it to look. Right. So. Okay. Well, I'm loving hearing the process. I had no idea that it was so involved. Oh, yes. Um, and I think. I don't know of anyone that does that for, like, corporate vehicles here in Bermuda. I think people, like, the regular detailers. Yeah, like the regular detailers. They, but they do it, and you can take it. But, you know, it's normally done during the hours of 9 to 5. Right. Um, so what we, as they say, we're looking at is after hours. When the vehicle's um, when the not vehicle's on the road. not on the road. Right. And it's, and it's done time. Yeah. Um, as they say, our biggest thing is that you don't lose time mm-hmm. um, with that vehicle being utilized so mm-hmm. you're not losing money because right. that vehicle's in the shop for a couple of hours so is this a mobile or do you have a location where you do this how it's, do you deliver it's a little bit of both it's i, ha- I do have a location where i, I do it and mm-hmm. then i also i mean i normally just take it back to the house yeah. for that initial watch yeah um so that i can get right into it and everything like that there but it's more mobile mm-hmm. um because after your initial watch believe it or not there's not a lot of water or consumption mm-hmm. and those types of things. I use what's called a rinseless method. Okay. So basically, I'm spraying your um, vehicle down um, with firmness and stuff like that mm-hmm. there, and then just wiping that dirt right off. Okay. And so it doesn't take a lot of, and that was the other thing, finding a process that you know, in Bermuda, water's water is water's like uh, not gold, this week. right? I know. <laughs> Thank you for the rain, but but, but you yeah, know, during, during normal hours, um, you know, water is very very precious. Yes, and so finding a method that would be um, what is it? Actually, e- environmentally, friendly, ac- yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, um, was one of the other factors. That yeah, we at when okay. We decided that this is the route that we wanted to take. So being able to go to a business, who's that car? I mean, spray that car on with our famous, have a bucket of water. Believe it or not, it doesn't even take um, more than five gallons of water really? for each vehicle. Wow. Um, so you know, really trying to make sure that we're utilizing resources mm-hmm. to the best of our abilities. And that in itself is worth something, like you said. Water, we have to pay for water in right. the absence of the rain. Exactly. We have to pay for water. So from a, a company or corporate perspective, I'm sure if you're like, well, I don't need to use. 30 gallons of water exactly. to wash this vehicle. I only need my one bucket. They're like, okay, check. That's saving mm-hmm. money, right? Exactly. And then he going to do the decontamination with the clay thing. Right. And then that's yep. money. <laughs> and as I said, the vehicle comes out looking good. Yes. It lasts longer. Um, and, you know, as I said, that promotes your brand. Yes. You know, um, when people see that vehicle, they're like, oh, cool. cool. You know, um, some people don't pay attention to things like that, but at the end of the day, I think um, when I see a clean vehicle, I'm like, wow, look at that. Look at that. You know, People um, like, I did that. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> actually, it was funny because I did do a vehicle that I was riding behind it one day, and it was kind of sprinkling and raining, and um, I was like, jeez, look at that. The rain's just beating off that vehicle. Then I looked down at the lights and played. I was like, oh, oh that's, that's what I'm on. <laughs> so, yeah. I um, love that. And you know what? Hats off to all those got peak, all the 
people who have gotten into this type of business yeah. and who do detailing because some people think it is just washing a yeah. car. It's a lot goes into it. Mm. Um, it's a lot of um, product, a lot of energy um, to make these vehicles. And it, as you said, in Bermuda, think the average car is over $35,000. Mm -hmm. um, so making sure that it is kept in a pristine condition. And, you know, sometimes you just have to say, do I want it done every week? Yeah. No. Do I want it done once a month, once a quarter, or once a year or bi-yearly? Mm -hmm. um, those are some of the types of things that you have to consider because if you get your car done or your vehicle done um, on a quarterly or semi-annual basis, mm -hmm. you're still going to save that vehicle and have it for a longer time. Extend its life. Right. Yeah, yeah. I know one vehicle I was doing... Um, you know, the person was like, oh, yeah, my company, what we actually do is donate the van after Afterwards. where our, after its life cycle with us. Um, so imagine even that, being able to donate a vehicle a, that is that's being, still, yeah. Yes. You're like, I'm winning, whoever's yeah. on the receiving end of that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So they got yeah. a vehicle that is still pretty much in tip-top condition mm -hmm. if it's been regularly maintained. Mm -hmm. But not only that, if you can imagine adding a couple of years to the life cycle of a vehicle mm -hmm. um, so that that you know, those resources can be used somewhere else in your company. Now, I want to talk a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember we were at, was it last year? A year before last. It was last At John year. Smith's Bay yes, at, at the, the beach. African... And we were at the African Day, which is coming up okay. anyway. Um, and you mentioned this to me, and I'm like, you need to sign up for our incubator program. Right. <laughs> Um, and usually I say that to people and I may or may not see them. So I was thrilled that you actually did it. Yeah. Um, what was your thought process behind doing it? Because I know, you know, it is a process. We do ask you for some information <laughs> that you may or may not have at the time. But what was kind of your process and why did you decide to actually do it? Um, I think the process was simple. I think like many people, you come up with an idea. Yeah. Um, I think having worked for friends and worked for other people who have been entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and seeing some of the stumbling blocks that they have gone through um, and some of the hurdles that they encounter because they don't have the correct information. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to start something and be like, oh, yeah, jumping in yeah. and then have limited information and then paying catch up. Right. Um, so when we had that conversation, I was like, okay, cool. Let me go back. I went on BEDC's website. I was looking and I was like, yeah, I think I can do this. And, um, <laughs> you know, the rest, as they say, is history. It's I history. signed up. Um, I looked at what it was going to take in mm -hmm. terms of commitment and yeah. stuff like that there. And it actually does take a lot of commitment mm -hmm. um, because it is time consuming. Mm -hmm. But, the information that you guys provide to us as entrepreneurs mm -hmm. has been absolutely invaluable to me. Mm -hmm. um, and even that first course where it's like... Um, Validating your idea. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Um, the Ice House program and getting you to think differently and mm -hmm. getting your mindset. Because um, I, I think, I know it was just like, when you asked why, mm -hmm. like, you know... Um, Living in Bermuda is mm -hmm. not cheap. No, it is not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, looking at different ways of um, having capital yes. and um, having something sustainable. Um, I remember being in a Bermuda where, you know, when I went 16, 
when I went 15, I remember working for Marketplace. Um, when I went 16, my dad was like, nah, you're coming with me. Mm -hmm. um, took me down to the airport um, because at that time, you know, he had friends who worked there. Mm -hmm. He actually worked at the airport, mm -hmm. but not only that, he was looking for, listen, you need to do something with the rest of your life. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. um, and so those opportunities, I think, are less and less today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so not so it got me to think, do I just want to make a little bit of extra money? Right. Or do I want to build something that is sustainable and that maybe can pass be passed on to my sons mm -hmm. or my daughters mm -hmm. if that's what they want to do mm -hmm. or giving or even showing people hey there are some opportunities out there mm -hmm. um and if you'd go about doing it the right way and if you arm yourself with knowledge mm -hmm. then you can have a more sustainable business than a survivable business that's right you know and i love that i love that you said that because i think that is one of the keys sometimes people like you said it's a passion it was a hobby for you mm -hmm. that you enjoyed doing it and then you figure like well how can i earn a living for myself doing mm -hmm. this but to me, what I would like people to think, and you touched on it, is how do you build this mm -hmm. thing that can can outlive you if you do it right? right. You know what I mean? That if you do want to pass it down to your family or you want to sell it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's not just extra money on the side. It's I'm creating this business, this mm -hmm. thing that can exist outside of me. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That I can potentially pass on to my children or it could be its own thing. And next thing, you know, SNA Total Clean is this huge right. company providing support services to all the vehicles on the island, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I'm glad that you took the time to go through that process yeah. as opposed to skipping that step sometimes. Yeah, as I said, <laughs> you know, as I, I, I have seen friends struggle in business. Yeah. And then it's like, if you only did this, 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 understanding like the numbers. Yeah. You know, um, I remember one friend, he had an employee, and I'm like, he doesn't make enough money for you to even pay him. Yeah. But then he had his own way of working it out that I didn't understand. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I say it understanding numbers, understanding yeah. um, the trials and tribulations that you may have to go through. Um, sometimes I've gotten up and like, why did I put myself through this? <laughs> you know, um, and then other times I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. You know, this is something that, you know, the passion comes um, and keeping motivated. Yes. Um, and I think the other thing is, is that when we did our cohort, it was a very large cohort. Yeah, it was. Um, and... <clears throat> One of the most interesting things for me from this whole experience is listening to other people mm -hmm. um, because we are all at various stages of our business. Yes. And so listening to some of those persons and the struggles that they had going through. Mm -hmm. um, I remember having a question about insurance um, and one of our uh, members was like, oh, just go her, 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 and yeah, her. Yeah. It's not as expensive as you think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because, you know, if you don't know, you just don't know. That's right. Um, but the numbers and having the ability to talk in, uh, very frankly mm -hmm. um, and having other people who have, and even though our businesses are all different. Different, yep. You know, um, if you stop and look at it, business models are business models. That's right. They all have some essential parts of mm -hmm. them, um, no matter if you're doing cars, glasses, um, soap, yeah. Um, vending machines. Yes. Um, they all have some certain similarities mm -hmm. to them that if you want them to be sustainable, you have to know. I love that. 
Listen, we are at 30 minutes. Can you okay. believe it? All right. <laughs> He's like, no. Um, but I think what you said and ending on this note is important. It's take advantage of the opportunities and resources that are there for you. Because at the end of the day, through the program Enterprise Bermuda, we want you to succeed because right. your success then begets other success. Because exactly. now you can hire people, mm -hmm. people who were previously unemployed. Like you said, you can build a legacy for your own children and create an opportunity for yourself. Because yep. you're not working for Bermuda Housing forever. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they may want you to at oh, yeah, some I, point. I love my, I love yeah, my job. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I actually enjoy, and most of the time when I did do part-time work yeah it was still in the social work field Feel, yes and so i was like no i do my nine to five i enjoy it yeah. i love it um i love the guys that i work with and stuff like that there but i wanted to do something that at the end of the day i enjoy doing yeah just as much but it doesn't take as much of my headspace yes if understood. you know what i, mean. I know so exactly what you getting mean getting out there and you know waxing it's, and stuff like that there it's almost like it, therapy huh? it is. <laughs> it's like wax on wax on <laughs> yeah and so you know it just you know sometimes giving a person a product and they're like man this is what could happen mm -hmm. oh yeah this is what can happen yeah you know so yeah. you know if you are a business out there and you want those vehicles done Holla. How do yeah. you reach out? How do the, the um, people come Right now, I have I use, basically use my email address, okay. which is dsmith.bda uh -huh. at gmail.com. Okay. Um, and so if you just send me an email right now, we'll get back to you as soon as possible, and we can discuss what the needs of your vehicle are and pricing. I try not to overprice myself. Yeah. Um, for the most part, a full cleaning um decontamination is around about 250 dollars okay because that takes around about four to five hours right um and then we also have what we call a maintenance program okay where we come in and we clean that vehicle um we do two exterior cleanings and one interior cleaning for 150 dollars okay um and so you can spread it out over time mm -hmm. um so what i found is the most effective way is if you do it on a monthly basis. So basically, you're paying $150 over a two-month period. Got you. Um, Got as you. As opposed to having it done every month. Okay. Right. Well, we're going to work on getting that website and all this other stuff so yes. people can... <laughs> I, 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 I'll have to say, sometimes you get so caught up. Yeah, and um, doing the work. That, yes. Yes, I get that it. There's I other know. little beings. Um, I know, but we will sort it out. Trust. Yes. <laughs> we'll make sure it happens. Derek, thank you so much for coming on and thank sharing with me. us your experience. Um, we definitely minded some business. Mm -hmm. And I want you to remember that if you don't mind your business, who will? Exactly. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.